As indicated by CNN Business, job openings in America surged by nearly a million in April, establishing a record for the most openings added in a month and the highest overall number since the Bureau of Labor Statistics began monitoring these data in December of 2000. As of late April, there were 9.3 million available unfilled jobs in the U.S. Demand for workers is red hot as companies prepare for what many expect to be a busy summer. Among those seeking to add the most staffing are restaurants, hotels, and retailers, segments among the most negatively impacted during earlier pandemic stages. A primary challenge for many businesses is actually filling these job openings. Many parents continue to juggle childcare and other home responsibilities as the pandemic lingers. Other would-be employees remain concerned about the risk of infection, the adequacy of compensation levels, and career prospects. Critics of high unemployment insurance benefits also believe that loftier pandemic-era aid is keeping many would-be workers at home. In response, many companies are raising their minimum salaries to attract workers. So far, it's not enough. Some companies are struggling just to hold on to workers, including retailers. Many people quit their retail positions in April. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writers Gwyn Guilford and Sarah Cheney Cambone, America's ongoing economic recovery is unlike any in recent history. Conventional wisdom suggests that businesses and workers are poised to emerge from the downturn that began about 15 months ago with far less permanent damage than occurred after recent recessions. Among other things, the recovery is powered by consumers who in the aggregate have amassed trillions of dollars in extra savings, businesses that are eager to hire and ongoing policy support from fiscal and monetary policymakers. New businesses are emerging at the fastest pace on record. The rate at which workers are quitting their jobs, a proxy for their confidence in the labor market, matches the highest quit rate on records going back to the year 2000. American household debt service burdens as a share of after-tax income are near their lowest levels since 1980 when such records began to be kept. As of earlier this month, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up nearly 18% from its pre-pandemic peak reached in February of 2020. Home prices nationally are nearly 40% higher since that time. If anything, the pace of recovery has been too rapid, resulting in shortages of many goods and rapidly rising prices. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Last month, consumer prices expanded at their fastest pace since 2008. To be more specific, the consumer price index surged 5% in May from a year earlier, according to the Labor Department. As indicated by writer Gina Smialik, prices are rising for many goods and services, from airfares to used cars. Used car prices in May were up nearly 30% from a year ago, the result of supply bottlenecks. Demand for cars, both used and new, is outpacing supply in part because of a global shortage of semiconductors that has suppressed vehicle production. While many families have been financially devastated by the crisis, many others have amassed significant savings. As the economy has reopened, spending opportunities have emerged, resulting in substantial transactional volume and rapid economic growth. But suppliers have frequently suffered difficulty keeping up with the demand and have seen fit to raise prices. Inflation is insidious for a number of reasons, including eroding household purchasing power. Many economists believe that the current bout of inflation is merely temporary and that eventually quantity supplied in many categories will rise up to meet quantity demanded, suppressing price increases 
in the process. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Apparently, there are quite a few Americans who would be willing to pay more in taxes or at least have others pay more. According to CNBC's latest survey of millionaires, more than half, 60% of individuals worth a million dollars or more support a wealth tax on people worth $10 million or more. The survey also indicates that 58% of millionaires generally support raising taxes on corporations to fund infrastructure improvements. While President Biden has not proposed a wealth tax per se, his requested 2022 budget includes some proposed tax increases that would impact wealthy individuals. These increases are intended to help fund the American Families Plan. That proposed legislation would expand America's social safety net by subsidizing child care for middle-class families, supply federal paid family leave, and expand child tax credits. One way to finance that proposal is for policymakers to raise the top marginal income tax rate to 39.6% from the current 37%. The president also seeks to subject the capital gains that millionaires generate from investments to a 39.6% tax rate, much higher than current capital gains rates. Though many CNBC survey respondents indicated that taxes should rise for the wealthy and for corporations, 73% think that their own tax burden is already fair. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Mark Elwood, for many people, there is a hypnotic, irresistible alert to living on the waterfront. The desire to live near the water persists even as climate change serves to remind people how threatening the oceans can be. According to data from the United Nations, 40% of the world's population, or about 2.4 billion people, live within 60 miles of a coast. In Vietnam, more than 50% of people have homes in low-lying coastal areas, placing them at risk for flooding and other hazards. Despite the challenges of living near the water, many people choose to do so because of contributions to overall wellness. Researchers in Britain poured over census data that included answers regarding health from 48 million people. The analysis indicated that those who live near the coast report greater well-being. Interestingly, the relationship was strongest among those with the lowest incomes. Analysts conclude that the water offers quiet fascination that requires no effort. Simply contemplating the water removes stress. Unfortunately, in America, living on the waterfront tends to be very expensive, and insurance premiums for those living on the water continue to rise. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.